0: Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here, and boy howdy, did we have ourselves a day today. I was doing some fun, exciting stuff, and then I got on the internet, and Donald Trump decided to give his very fine people statement on QAnon that they love America that he doesn't know about the whole Satanists or cannibals things, and he doesn't really know about QAnon, but he knows that they like him, and, well, that makes them good in his book. Because, really, what matters in the grand scheme of things is, what is your opinion of Donald Trump, yay or nay? And if it's yay, then Trump likes you, and if it's nay, then Trump hates you. Because the man is only capable of seeing things through the prism of himself. And so that's what we have happened. We had the President of the United States say that, Q, not really that bad. Kind of acceptable. He's going to roll with it. And if you all don't like it, well, that's your problem. So, I mean, it's, it's really mind-blowing that this is where we are. That this is what we've done in this world. That we are dealing with a election 75 days away. And the President of the United States has given a wink and a nod to an internet death cult. That sees him as a messianic figure. And they believe that he will one day kill all their enemies. That's... The goal of QAnon. Don't let anyone bullshit you about anything else. I know the people who listen to me understand this, but if you ever have someone listen to this podcast, this is the first time they've heard my voice or understood my work. They need to understand that anyone who tells you that Q is just about thinking for yourself and coming to your own conclusions and doing your own research, it's all bullshit. bullshit. What QAnon is about is hating your enemies, who are the evil liberals. And it's about wanting to kill them. QAnon is not about research. QAnon is not about finding information. QAnon is confirmation bias. That is it. And the point of this confirmation bias is not only to tell you that you are right, It is to tell you that you have no idea how right you are. That you are incredibly right about things. Mind-blowingly right about things. That the amount of rightness that you are, you don't even know. Because you might have gotten into QAnon because you thought Hillary Clinton was shady and she had some sketchy things going on in her emails and... There was some stuff that you weren't really solid about when it comes to Democratic uh, politics and their views on certain issues. And then you find out that not only is Hillary Clinton a bad person for her policy and her politics, she is a bad person because she slaughters children and drinks their blood, as does all Democrats, all these bad people. Everyone who opposes Donald Trump is a satanic cannibal who likes to eat babies and commit treason. That's it. That's the payoff of all this. That's the end goal you have to reach to fully understand and embrace QAnon. That your enemies are enthralled to Satan and do unspeakable things to innocent youths And the only possible remedy for this uh, malfeasance is death. That's what QAnon promotes. That's what QAnon believes in. That's what this whole internet death cult desires. They want to see people die. They want to see these people killed. Because they believe that it will bring about a glorious restoration of the American Republic. They have all kinds of psychotic, insane beliefs about what will happen after all the liberals are killed. Some of them just want all the liberals to be killed and Donald Trump to become a dictator, and that's enough. Others believe that when this happens, that they will be rewarded with immense wealth because the liberals were hiding all the money from us, and that once Trump kills all of them, their money will be liberated and then dispersed to the populace of America. And we will be restored to the gold standard because fiat currency and the Federal Reserve are bad and the gold standard is good. Because these people don't understand how economics work and that the gold standard would destroy the American economy immediately, the moment it was implemented. But that's not all, Folks. There are people who believe in QAnon and believe that after we kill all the liberals, it will unlock the cures to all diseases. COVID will magically melt away along with cancer, AIDS, tuberculosis, any and all forms of heart disease. Every possible ailment that you could imagine will go away. No more diabetes. No more obesity. We will all be fit Healthy, beautiful people that will only die of old age when we're 120 because we will be just perfect, just absolutely in tip-top shape for all of our days because all the secrets of health and medicine have been withheld from us by the evil liberals. And once we brutally murder all of them, we will learn the secrets. And if you think this is unrealistic, if you think this is bullshit, that I'm lying to you. You really need to go and break your heart and read some of the tweets to the people who believe in this stuff. And they send out a message saying, please, Mr. President, release the cure for cancer. My wife has stage four cancer and I cannot bear to be without her. So just help us. Help us and save my wife by giving her the cure that I know you have, and I know that the deep state is making you withhold, but defeat them, defeat them swiftly, and save save my loved one, save my spouse, save them from death. I've seen that tweet. It hurts to read that tweet, that this person has been deluded into believing that this is possible, and that their loved one can be saved from cancer by a miracle cure that is being kept from them by bad people I want you to imagine that I want you to imagine believing that and then I want you to imagine that person's loved one dying and that person being shattered by their grief and then that grief turning into rage Do you think that person will have any qualms about killing the people that they think is withholding the cure to cancer after cancer killed their loved one? The person that they were with for probably decades before they were taken from them cruelly by this terrible disease. And it was all bullshit. It could have been prevented. It could have been stopped. If only Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama had given up the cure for cancer instead of withholding it in order to make more money through our illicit healthcare network. If only Donald Trump had struck harder, she would have been saved. This is what QAnon is all about. It is about dehumanizing. It's about creating hatred. It's about fomenting resentment. It's about making you want to see your enemies... Suffer and it is about wanting them to die, and that's why it's so dangerous because it removes the restrictions against killing someone, it makes killing them justifiable and acceptable. Because these people are literal plague bearers. They are literally spreading disease and pestilence upon the world. They are allowing people to die needlessly. They are killing these people. They traumatize, brutalize, and murder children for a euphoric high they get from the blood they drink of those children. They do all of this because they worship Satan and uh, hate God and they hate Jesus and they hate America and they plot to destroy America. What action is not justified against such a person? What action is not acceptable in this situation when these people are the monsters that Q says they are? How would killing one of these people not be acceptable how would it not be practically required of q's followers now q will tell their followers to stay their hand to not lash out because patriots are in control and this will all be done above board it will all be done cleanly it will all be done legally it will all be done in a way that is in accordance with the law that way no one has to get hurt we will in due time arrest all the bad people, try them in military tribunals for some ill-defined reason, the civilian courts just can't handle this because whatever, and then after they've been tried by a military tribunal, they will be summarily executed for the crimes they have committed. But what happens when it becomes obvious there will be no military tribunals? And I've said this before to people that have heard me, so I apologize for repeating myself, but QAnon is going to come to one of two breaking points within either the next 75 days or the next year. Breaking point number one will be that Donald Trump loses this election, which will prove the lie of Q to them, that Q was not powerful enough to stop the deep state, that Q was not capable of uh, overcoming The enemies of Donald Trump and that his enemies were actually able to remove him from power, obviously by rigging the election, obviously by committing some degree of uh, criminality. And if Trump wins, then when he promotes the the vaccine for COVID, that will be the uh, red line of QAnon. I'm sure if Trump ever pushed for gun confiscation, that would be a red line also, but he would never do that. But he will absolutely, when the vaccine comes out, demand every American get it as fast as humanly possible because he hates COVID. It was God's test upon him for his hubris. And once COVID's gone, we can get back to the roaring Trump economy and make America super great again. So you better believe that that man is going to be uh, having a military knock on your door and drag you to the hospital for your inoculation because he wants that vaccine inside of everybody ASAP so we can get this economy roaring again. And that's it. QAnon is vociferously, brutally, aggressively anti-vax. And when the God Emperor declares, Take the vaccine, you ninnies. There's going to be some that are going to do it. Joe M., if he's still on Twitter, will be like, hey, guys, the Trump vaccine is safe, I swear, honest, believe me, trust me. But so many QAnon people are anti-vax. They will not accept it, and it will shatter the community. So let's do option one, because that gets him out of power, and that's really good, and we need him out of power. So vote for Biden. Bring a friend. Have your friend bring a friend democracy is beautiful and powerful and we need to do this this is a thing that must happen we have to fight and this is the best tool we have for the situation, period, end of story because after this election it gets really bad it gets really, really bad Um, it brings to mind my... uh, favorite quote that I'm always using on the internet that uh, those who would make peaceful revolution impossible make make violent revolution inevitable uh, as said by John F. Kennedy and that is what elections are they are a peaceful revolution they are the people of a society enacting a coup against the current government and installing a new government that they think will better suit their needs And it is done peacefully, transparently, openly, and it is accepted. It is a way to uh, express the will of the people without violence, without uh, the disordering of society, without unrest, without uh, complication. It is good. It is necessary the consent of the governed, all that stuff. All the talk about democracy and the nature of it and the beauty of it and all that kind of stuff. I love democracy uh, very, very much. I think that I am blessed to be an American, that I have this system of government, that I am allowed to express myself, that I have the First Amendment. All of these things are good. And... My right to vote is precious and important to me, and I will exercise the franchise at my soonest possible convenience with early voting. And I will also aggressively vote uh, yes on two for ranked choice voting in Massachusetts because, God, it's so funny to think about how minor... And almost trivial and silly, it feels like, to talk about ranked-choice voting in this moment. But then I realize and I remember that if we had this in the first place, we would never have elected Trump, almost assuredly. Uh, The the votes for the Green, most of them would have gone to Hillary. The votes for the Libertarian, some of them would have gone to Hillary. She would have gotten the lion's share of second choices if we had it. And this is why ranked-choice voting is superior, because, the again, it reflects the will of the people. It, it achieves consensus. It achieves the tempering down of, extreme, of extremism. It helps to get us a resolution that is equitable to the majority of people. And it is enraging that we don't have it and that we have to fight to get it. But uh, thanks to COVID and everything, it's going to be really a weird campaign for ranked choice voting here in Massachusetts, but we shall see. And I, uh, I am hopeful and I am optimistic and I think the best of everything and all that good stuff. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. just really, really, really fucked up that this is what's going on. That QAnon is almost three years old now, and somehow it's becoming even more mainstream by the day. That it is growing, that it is increasing its power. That I am going to be dealing with it more probably in my real life than I ever have before it's really bizarre it's so strange and for all of that uh, I didn't say this before the whole world exploded over the the question part two the question happened but uh if the Biden campaign needs someone to talk about QAnon, I am available. I will quit my job. I will uh, get a apartment somewhere in Delaware near Joe's house, and I will socially distance with that dude all the time. And if that's a little weird and creepy, then I'll just Zoom conference with him all the time and his strategists and his campaign Uh, advisors and his staff and his strategists and all of these people and I will tell them what QAnon is and what it's about and how Trump uses it to manipulate people and how Dan Scavino is the Q-Whisperer and how they can attack this shit. I'm here to help. I am here to help. I am here to be a digital soldier to get Donald Trump out of power ASAP. Because we need to have an honest and real talk in this country about QAnon which is the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever said in my life but it's true that we are going to have for the next two months and change people trying to obfuscate, deflect, defend and justify an internet death cult, they're going to try to make these people out to not being sociopathic monsters, grifters and just absolute scum I saw a tweet by one of the Flynn family that was just like, QAnon are good people. They're just doing their own research. Fuck you. God damn it. The Flynn family are such grifting shitheads. They are the fucking worst. God. If Biden gets in, and praise be to Allah that he does so, I want Michael Flynn prosecuted on every imaginable charge they can find. Throw the book at him. It is totally unacceptable what these people are doing. Um, Everyone that has gotten themselves involved in QAnon in some way, shape, or form that has made a penny off this shit, lying, deceiving, and tricking people with this absolutely depraved and inhuman sociopathic bullshit, they all need to be called to account. They all need to be shunned. They all need to pay a price. Nobody gets out of this. They love to talk about that. They're like, no one walks. Everyone's going to pay. No, it's the fucking shitheads that uh, charge $120 for a faith healing class or $30 for a pot of coffee or $17 for a Q coin. All this grifting dirt baggery. They're the ones who've got to pay. Uh, Dustin Nemo's bragging about all his fat royalty checks from the Q book. All these people making this bank off of deceiving, lying, and manipulating the people. They're the ones that need to be called to account. They're the ones that have to pay for this. They're the ones that have to look themselves in the mirror and ask themselves if it was worth destroying people's lives to make a buck. Uh, Chief police cashing his $5,000 from his Patreon every month to make up his fake kill list. These absolute fucking dirtbags. Just the worst human beings on God's green earth. All of them every last one of them (sighs) I am so tired and angry and just beaten, beaten down at the moment by it all it's frustrating but I'm going to keep pushing this rock up this hill, I'm not going to stop, i got to keep fighting and I will keep fighting and I'll go to bed tonight I'll get some sleep, I'll wake up tomorrow, I'll go to work And, oh boy, it's going to be interesting what happens in meat space. I wonder how many people are going to be talking about this shit. Wonder how much of this I'm going to hear about from the blue-pilled world. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. Don't know. Don't know beyond that. But we will see. We shall see. So, question time. Let's close this out with a... Nice chat with my listeners. Troy Francis asks, uh, "How do the logistics of the satanic rituals look? Do all these dems and celebs do them at home? And if so, how come no one ever calls the authorities? Or do they do them at lo- or do they do them at quote unquote locations? How come they aren't regularly seen traveling there by witnesses? Why no moles?" This is one of the things that I bring up all the time, is that murder is tough to cover up. One of the things about uh, abuse of a child is that when you abuse a child, usually the abuser has a position of power or authority over the child. And they know what they're doing. They're manipulative. They're cruel. They're evil. They find a family that is in crisis They find a family where the parents are bickering and fighting, or it's a single mom who's stressed out with too many kids, and she's just at her wits' end trying to raise them all and work her job and whatever. In they abuse the child and they know that they can get away with it because the child isn't being supervised in a way where they're gonna, the parents are going to be able to spot the abuse quickly and move on. And that's why this stuff goes on for years and years and years. And then eventually the uh, child as an adult realizes, wait a minute, what that guy did to me was fucking wrong. And then the, the lid comes off. Eventually the truth comes out. But this is the thing. Is that when you have a tired, harried, worried mother and she comes to the church or the daycare center or the school or wherever to pick up her kid and you tell them, oh, your kid's gone. Guess what happens? The cops show up right away (laughs) They don't wait five to ten years for the kid to tell them about the abuse. The moment you tell them that their kid is missing because their child has been sacrificed to Moloch so that uh, Demi Lovato could have drank their blood, the cops show up. The cops show up right away. You can't hide a missing child from a parent. No matter how stressed out they are, no matter how dysfunctional their, their family is, once they know their kid is missing, they will move heaven and earth to find the kid. And this leads to the conspiracy having to grow so big and so massive that either the parents were in on it, or they were bought off, or the police are in on it, and they're bought off. And that's how ridiculously large the conspiracy gets, that you're just able to grab a kid, murder them, and it's all swept under the rug. No one asks any questions. When a child dies, it is a tragedy in the neighborhood. It is a calamity. Um, When I was young, I had a classmate die. And it was devastating. We were all, like, just little kids trying to... Understand why one of us literally had a few days before was like oh I'm going to the hospital uh, you know stuff's happening just got to get it checked out and then they didn't come back they, they never made it out of the hospital they, they, they died and that's like 20 crying kids a crying teacher their parents who we never saw are beyond devastated imagine that just happening all the time all the time just kids vanishing being gone and no one ever speaks about it no one ever talks about it no one ever addresses it and that's what would happen if we lived in this hell world these people are talking about. It would be a thing that would just be a part of your life. That every grade or two in your school, some kid was just going to go away and never be found. And that was just life. That was just... What happened to Steve? Oh, Steve's gone now. What do you mean he's gone? He's He's gone. And then two years later... Jane is gone, and then two years later, Sally is gone, and it just, it just doesn't stop happening. From kindergarten until you graduate high school, you're just going to have someone plucked out of your class and just fed to monsters. And you would think at some point someone would start asking some fucking questions and trying to figure out why all these children are vanishing, and uh, try to put two and two together and connect it to the fact that whenever Hillary Clinton comes to town, a kid goes missing. Because she her unslakeable adrenochrome fix must be satiated. Just imagine, just imagine that for a moment. Think about all the people in Hollywood that you would consider to be some degree of famous. They they uh, Q accused Patton Oswald of being a pedophile. Imagine everyone at Patton Oswald's level of fame and up. I mean, Chrissy Teigen, John Legend, they're more famous than Patton, probably, but whatever. But, I mean, this is it. This is the thing. You're talking about all these stand-up comics, all these uh, singers, uh, all these actors, all the politicians. You are talking about tens of thousands of people, if not even more. You're talking about an incredible... uh, Incredibly large group of people, and they all need to drink the blood of children to maintain their power, their lifestyle, their health, etc. Where do you get all these kids from? How do you get all these kids? How is this even possible? The amount, the amount of how many kids do you, how many kids a year does Hillary Clinton need to drink the blood of to sustain herself? Just the what's the what's the Hillary baseline murder count per year? Is it four? Is it six? Is it ten? What is it? And then extrapolate that out for uh, every Democrat in Congress and the Senate, uh, every Democratic governor, every uh, Democratic probably lieutenant governor. I mean, this thing goes all the way down. Uh, every former president, every former senator, every former representative. Um, All of these people need that many kids murdered on their behalf in order to uh, sustain themselves. And then we're getting into uh, music, we're getting into Hollywood, we're getting into comedy, we're getting into all of this. And all of these people need all of this blood to sustain themselves. Let's just say there's 100,000 famous people in America that would be considered Patton Oswalt-level famous, and that's probably lowballing it. There's probably way more than that. If they all needed uh, four kids a year to sustain themselves, that's 400,000 murders of children a year. You would notice this. This would not be something that could be held from the public. This level of carnage is... Uh, it's it was until recently it was about four times as much as COVID. It will it will have 200,000 deaths from COVID probably by the time of the election. That will be double the number of deaths from COVID, and that would be every year. And that's lowballing it because really, do you think you can survive on one dose of Adrenochrome for three months? You probably need to kill a lot more than that. So the number just keeps going on, going up and up and up and up and up. The, in, the unbelievable the inconceivable amount of carnage these people would have to inflict upon American society to sustain themselves it's when you try to map it out it just shows how ridiculously stupid and fucking absurd it is it's so absolutely ridiculous it's a clown show and they only make it up because they want to scare people they want to scare people and they want to make their enemies sound really bad it's not here for logic it's here for hatred period Uh, Someone might be able to answer this question here, but why has the FBI or the powers that be not escalated the threat level of QAnon? If everyone turned the other cheek on this one, things could get really violent. It already is. I mean, the FBI uh, office in Arizona said that uh, QAnon is a domestic terrorist threat, but I just think people don't see it because it hasn't happened yet. And I think that QAnon has gotten so much press As being the people that think that JFK Jr. is alive And it's made them sound like they're silly Dumb, goofy morons And they're not, they're incredibly violent They're incredibly dangerous, they're incredibly sick Uh, I really don't know why More attention Is not being given to QAnon And the people that are promoting it Uh, It's so obvious what it is And it's so obvious how dangerous it is That it's really scary And disgusting And I hope for the best that we are able to get to the bottom of it quickly. Um, Shut down Quinn. That'd be great. Uh, People need to go out to Jim Watkins' heart about this and be like, Hey, Jim, why are you uh, publishing the rantings of a uh, cult leader? Seems like a bad idea. By the way, we know you're you're the one writing it also, so fuck off and just stop doing it. Uh, That was by Jennifer Grant. Uh, Up next is uh, Winslow, who asks, regarding the Big Mike crowd, do they think that Sasha and Malia Obama are adopted, stolen, or some kind of test tube situation? Uh, They were adopted. Uh, QAnon actually uh, knows who the actual parents are. They have photos of a family that is uh, family friends of the Obamas. And they like to point out that Sasha and Malia look like that family because to QAnon, all black people look the same because QAnon is a bunch of monstrous racists. Um, Michelle is a man. Obama is gay. He was born in Kenya. Everything about the two of them is a lie. Their children were adopted. And yet, for some odd reason, knowing all of this and armed with all this information, Donald Trump did not run for president in 2012 and destroy Obama immediately by exposing everything about him as being one big lie. Donald Trump and Q-team, in their infinite benevolence, let the cabal run America for four more years so that more children could be sent to the adrenochrome uh, harvesting plants to be brutally slaughtered. Because they were working on a timetable, and they needed to go against somebody who, while they had some dirt on Hillary, they weren't willing to actually release the Hillary face-carving video during the election... Because that would have made it way too easy for Trump to win. When Why win easily when you can win an incredibly close nail-biter that could have gone either way, and if it had gone the other way, then the world would have ended because Hillary Clinton would have nuked everyone. So, But who am I to question the brilliance of Q and his incredible strategic genius? So, uh, that is ye old questions for the night. Uh, I good lord, just Yep. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast between now and Sunday because my brain is putting and I'm going to be working a lot, but I'll try. I'll see what I can do. Uh, if I don't, I apologize. If I do, it'll be up. And uh, I will catch you all sometime later this week or Sunday. We'll review the DNC. We'll review the Incredible Spiral into Hell World and all that magic. Stay safe, uh, stay sane. Keep pushing the rock up the hill, and I'll catch you all later. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.